0: Listeners, thanks for tuning in to this introduction episode for Love is Everywhere, the podcast. Um, I just wanted to release this along with our first episode so I can give you guys sort of some context for why I'm making this in the first place and what this show is going to kind of generally be about. So this podcast is uh, based off of the live show that I've run for the last couple of years. Uh, It's called Love is Everywhere as well. And it happens at Comedy Bar in Toronto. So for that show, I give stand-up comedians, assignments of something that's supposed to boost your happiness levels. Uh, and then at the show, they do a set of just regular stand-up, and then I go up and I interview them about how the assignment went. And I've loved running that show. Uh, it's been the highlight of my month for the entire time that I've been running it, but I find that I've, I'm i never done uh, talking to them when I interview them about the assignments. We only have a couple minutes to get into it. And uh, this is kind of an opportunity for me to be able to continue those conversations and get a little farther into the whole idea of how you can make yourself happier. This has been a real focus for me uh, in my life in general. I've always been really interested in self-improvement and personal growth and things like that. Uh, But in the last few years of my life, especially, this has become like a real pointed focus for me. Um, I've struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life Uh, like since childhood I've been um, on and off medication starting from like university age and when I talk to people about that it comes as a surprise to a lot of people. I think that uh, most people consider me to be a pretty cheerful and upbeat kind of person Uh, so it's a shock to a lot of people that I struggle with, uh, with mental health stuff but I think that's true of a lot of people who deal with that kind of stuff. I think that um, we're really good at wearing our masks a lot of the time. And uh, for the most part, like in recent years, uh, the the mask is pretty true to how I actually feel now. That uh, I've done a lot of work on myself and come to a place where I do feel a sense of like what I would describe as like a foundational happiness Uh, that even when... Things are harder when I'm struggling. I have built tools for myself that I can use uh, to help put myself back together. So the whole purpose of this is for me to share some of the stuff from my tool belt with you because we're all falling apart all the time. So this is just designed to give you some tools for how to put yourself back together. Um, Yeah, I think like when people think of me as like a happy uh, and upbeat person, it's because I work really hard at that. Um, Not being perceived that way, but actually trying to be that uh, in an authentic way. And uh, I think that we have this really skewed view of what happiness actually is that I think we have a tendency to view happiness as something that we're going to achieve. That it's going to be like, I cross this line and then I'm happy. Uh, Or we put our happiness on things that are outside of ourselves, like I'll be happy when... I get this promotion. I'll be happy when I get people to like me. I'll be happy when, Uh, but there is no happy when there is no line that you cross. Happiness is going to be something that you kind of dip in and out of all the time. And it's a choice. It's an active choice. Uh, And when people ask me about this, the thing that I point them to most often is the key is you have to start with how you're talking to yourself Uh, Self-talk is the first and most important tool that I would give people uh, if they're struggling because the stuff that you're playing on a loop in your head, that's going to shape your whole perception of reality. That's going to shape your whole perception of yourself. I read this really interesting statistic that really changed my mind about things that said that your happiness is based on 40% biology. So there's some stuff that's just like this is how you're wired. Uh, So if a lot of your unhappiness is coming from that 40% biology, that's where things like medication can be really useful tools. Uh, But yeah, 40% biology, only 10% circumstances, which that was the really shocking thing for me, was that only 10% of your happiness is actually based on what's happening in your life. Uh, The environment that you're in, the things that happen to you, that's only really shaping 10% of your happiness. The other 50%, is thoughts and actions. Uh, And I think it's really interesting because we've learned a lot about how the brain works and how happiness functions as like a chemical process in your brain. And your brain is malleable. It can change shape. You can actually move synapses in your brain closer together and farther apart based on how you're using your brain. Uh, So your brain likes efficiency, right? Like we're built to do uh, the, follow the path of least resistance which means that if you're uh, using two synapses that are communicating to each other, those synapses are actually gonna move physically closer together to make it easier for them to talk to each other. Which, uh, going back to the idea of self-talk and things like that, that means that if you're communicating to yourself in a negative way, the synapses that control negative thought are going to move actually physically closer together so that it's easier for you to access those negative thoughts. Uh, which means that because your brain wants to take the path of least resistance, if those are the ones that are closest together, those are the ones that your brain is going to go to automatically. So the whole idea of changing the way that you talk to yourself uh, isn't just some like, you know, hippie new age kind of (laughs) philosophy. It's actually a way of changing the way that your brain works. If you're using positive self-talk, those positive synapses in your brain are going to move closer together. And then eventually the idea is that over time and through practice and through actively engaging with this kind of positive self-talk that the path of least resistance is going to be those positive thoughts. And eventually through a lot of work, that's going to become the default setting. So this is something that uh, I've focused on a lot in myself and It took a long time and it took a lot of practice and it's not an easy thing to do. It's something that you really have to do all of the time and at first very on purpose. Uh, But I do feel, especially in this last like maybe year and a half, two years, this real palpable shift inside of myself uh, where I feel like I've. I guess the best way I could describe it is like, I I feel like uh, (laughs) this is going to be a weird image to picture, but go with me on this. I picture myself as like a helium balloon. Okay. So picture like a helium balloon person. (laughs) And I've been sort of tied down uh, by these different chains. And I feel like over the last few years, I've been breaking those chains one at a time. And uh, I don't know if I'm all the way there yet. I don't think the balloon has been fully released. Um, but I'm feeling myself drifting upward and upward as I break more of these chains. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do for other people is to share how I've been able to do some of that. Um, what I used to do, um, I like, you don't really realize how truly shitty you are to yourself <laughs> until you start paying attention. So I would say, like, that's the first step is just start tuning in. Just start clocking when you're talking down to yourself, uh, when you're putting yourself down. The things that you say to yourself about yourself are ridiculous. Like, if you think about it objectively, like, if I talk to a friend like this, or if somebody else said these things to someone that I love, how would I react? You'd probably punch that person in the face. But yeah, you play this stuff just automatically on a loop in your head. You're talking to yourself like that all of the time. How is that going to make you feel, right? You can see why that would have a real lasting impact on the way that you think about yourself, right, and uh, the image that you have of yourself. So the idea is to kind of break out of that. Um, I know for me in the past and, and sometimes currently, the impulse is that you feel an intense emotion, uh, perhaps about yourself, perhaps about your circumstances. And then you just sort of run a fantasy that feeds that emotion or feeds that negative stuff about yourself. Like uh, you'll have a thought come up, that like, I'm not worth love. I'm not likable. I'm not lovable. And then you'll kind of f- spin evidence and feed into that story about yourself. So the idea is that instead you recognize that you're telling yourself that story and then you get in the way. And it, that's something that it takes time to get to. I would really say, just start with paying attention because you're gonna be floored, absolutely floored when you start tuning in and you realize how often you're spinning these negative stories for your for yourself, it's, it's ridiculous. And I wanna say also that like, uh, yes, I'm in a good place and uh, yes, I'm doing very well right now and I, I feel pretty good in my mental health Uh, But I am not an expert. I just want to start by saying that because this podcast can sound a lot like therapy sometimes. And I just want to preface by saying I am not an expert. Um, I am not trained in anything. This is just um, me sharing my own personal work. And I still struggle and I still fall apart all of the time. I've just cultivated this tool belt for myself. And I'm trying to share those tools with you. Uh, And I think this is important. Honestly, like, I I think that this is important and that we don't spend enough time talking about this. And I mean, like, to get real frank with you, like, you only get one life, right? Like, take a minute for that. Like, this is the only life that you get, and you don't get to be anybody else. You only get to be this person, right? So, if you only get to live in this body, in this mind, why not make it a home that you want to live in, right? this is where you have to live the rest of your life is inside of this body and in this mind Um, and uh, yeah it's all about making yourself comfortable in the home that is your body and mind and we're not talking about tearing down the house and rebuilding it we're just focusing on rearranging the furniture and that can make a huge difference so I hope that you get something out of this I know that I am I hope that this is meaningful to you and uh, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere.